Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're going to Comic-Con in San Diego. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Anyway, uh, AC Butcher is going to be showing at Comic Con coming up. And that's on the 23rd. No, actually, that's, that's on the 20th, actually. At Comic Con on Thursday, the 20th. And then, of course, Comic Con goes all weekend long, but Thursday's when they're showing all the screenings. And that's in San Diego. And then that's on the 21st, actually. I've got all the dates on the wrong. That's because you don't know what Comic-Con is. Imagine a 100,000 unwashed comic book fans in costume shoehorned into a musty convention center that smells like ass and corn chips, all waiting in line to see three minutes of something the rest of the world will have to wait two weeks to see. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pig's feet don't lie. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Not now, Kevin. And now. Were you a fan of the the comic book or the cartoon? Uh, No. Our feature presentation. (laughs) (laughs) Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin Abid Show. It is uh, Friday morning, the 20th of July. Happy uh, moon landing anniversary, you guys. Right? That was mm. the first thing I thought when I got Oof. up this morning. I had a cake. It's one of my, uh, one of my favorite days of the whole year, you know. Mankind's sure. greatest achievement ever. Uh, landing say, on the moon. Yeah, if you others believe would, it. Right. Others I would know. say that's all made up. Don't be ridiculous. How dare you? I mean, we haven't even been back. I heard that on the radio. <laughs> I heard the guy say that. We, why did we go back? It's a good question. <laughs> so, uh, it's Friday, you guys. It's Friday. How do you guys like living in San Diego? It's pretty cool, right? It's pretty fun, sure. Yeah. Did you see that um, that guy who's dressed in costume walking down the street yesterday? Did you guys catch him? Hmm. I don't know if you saw him or not. So, He's in a costume. Some guy in a costume? Yeah, he was dressed up like not like not what you would w- normally wear, but it looked like he was he was wearing something like from a movie or something. No, you I see, didn't no. you didn't see that dude? Uh-uh. I didn't see anyone like that. Oh, I ran into him a bunch of times. Oh. Thought maybe thought maybe you might have seen him too. No. <laughs> Sorry. You ready for some Comic Con as much as you? Right. <laughs> you ready for some uh, Comic Con fun facts? Sure. Um, sh- oh, sure. Because fun facts are never fun. I just want to put that out there. Well, right uh, why don't you be the, be the judge afterwards? All right. Chip, have the jingle ready. Okay, go ahead. I mean, you put a couple of hundred thousand people together in a tiny location, and weird stuff is going to happen. All right. Back in uh, 2010, here's a uh, here's a memory. 
Two men waiting for a Comic-Con screening of the Seth Rogen alien comedy Paul got into an argument about whether one of them was sitting too close to the other. Unable to come to a satisfactory conclusion with words, one man stabbed the other in the face with a pen. That is fun. Okay. Right? Yeah. That was Beans. Fun fact. The yeah, very we definition wrong. of fun. We were wrong, According Kevin. to CNN, the attacker was led away wearing handcuffs and a Harry Potter t-shirt. Yes. How many people do you think have been arrested in a Harry Potter t-shirt? That's a low, that's a low number, right? Totes Team Gryffindor, right? In the aftermath, some Comic-Con attendees dealt with the attack in an oddly fitting way. They cosplayed as the victim with pens protruding from bloody eye sockets. All right, now let me just say this. Those people rule. (laughs) That is fun, right? That's funny. Uh, Adrienne Curry, do you guys remember her? She was the first winner of America's Next Top Model. Yeah, and she was married to Peter Brady. She sure was. Beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. She was at Comic-Con in 2014, and she was getting a photo taken, and she was with a friend of hers named Alicia, who is dressed as, what's this character, Tigra? Do you guys know Tigra? Character looks like a tiger lady with a bikini on? From Thundercats. Thundercats. Is that what it's from? Okay. So... Apparently, according to a Facebook post that Alicia wrote at the time, a fan tried to shove his hands into her bikini bottom. She screamed. The man ran off. Adrian Curry jumped into action. She literally took off after the dude with her Catwoman whip, chased him down, and beat his ass. Yes. Punched right. him across the face with the butt of her whip. He had zombie blood all over his face. It got all over, all over her costume, but it was worth it because she got she caught the bastard. You don't Instant expect justice. A, you don't expect a model to jump into action and tackle a dude to the ground. You also don't expect him to put his hand down her pants. Well, so no, obviously he had, he had that coming. Yeah, obviously. The, I mean, but it's just it's awesome that she. You know, I mean, sure. she was cat. She was Catwoman. She was dressed for instant justice, right? All right, so that's funny. <laughs> I think. All right, is it interesting? Interesting facts? Would that be better? Okay, Possibly. better, better. Possibly. Yeah. The lines at Comic-Con are legendary, so one Utah man came up with a novel way to try and skip them all together. In 2015, Jonathan Wall tried to get into a Comic-Con exclusive VIP enclave, normally a $10,000 ticket. Where are those parties going on? Yeah, Yeah, I've not heard of that at all. A $10,000 ticket? By claiming he was an agent with the Air Force Office of Special Investigations and needed to get into the VIP room to catch a fugitive. (gasps) Which, by the way, is a story that makes no sense at all. He right. was uh, he was arrested. Oh, he was charged loser. with impersonating a federal agent. He pled guilty and carried a sentence of up to three years in prison and a twenty five excuse me a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. I However, mean, worth it, right? <laughs> to get that into party. that party, I would think. Yeah. And uh, one more in twenty fifteen, Kevin Doyle had lost his wife, Eileen. They were in their 50s. They had bonded over a shared love of Star Wars. He even proposed to her while dressed as Darth Vader. However, she died of cancer barely a year after they were married. I told you it was Not a fun, fun fact. so far. Adrift and lonely, Mr. Doyle decided to honor her memory and their love of Star Wars by walking to Comic-Con dressed as a stormtrooper from San Francisco. From San Francisco. Yes, he walked the entire route as a stormtrooper from San Francisco to San Diego. I feel like I'm so much better in the healing process than if I'd stayed home, he told the San Diego Union Tribune at the time. How's that for a sweet yet awfully dumb way to remember your wife? I mean, if it if it worked for him, fine. Yeah, if it helped for him, I guess. I don't understand how it could help for him. Yeah, but. I was half listening and I was like, what's a stormtrooper from San Francisco like? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> very half so anyway, those are some stories from uh, from years past. We'll find out what happens from uh, from this year as we get further into the weekend. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean Show, shall we?
What are you talking about? We want to see some naked dudes. <laughs> that speaks truth. What's up with Florida on the program today? So will there or won't there be naked dudes? Right? It's a great question. Um, Allie went to Conan. I did. Allie went to Conan. Are you guys married? I mean, I think we're as close to married as two people mm-hmm. that have never interacted can be. But he was probably peeping you out from behind the desk, right? In the audience, right? Uh, there, no desk on this set. Yeah. Oh, so walking around, yeah. Yeah, Whoa. I couldn't contain the boner. <laughs> oh, there was no boner. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, people are dumb on the show today. Talking about uh, buying stuff on the dark web. Did you guys know that it's illegal to even, even access it? Yes, <gasps> I did not. So even we're going to access. Oh, look at Dave looks so guilty right, right now. <laughs> well, we're going to only do it on Dave's computer. Then, I mean, right? I, oh yeah. I think there's a weird loophole where if you go back repeatedly, then you mm-hmm. sort of get in trouble. And if you go to certain sites where they're where they're doing things that are illegal, oh jeez, right? You, you know, selling drugs or whatever, or child porn or any of that horrible yeah. stuff. It's, yeah. Even if you visit, that's against yeah. the law. So look, we're going to make oof. Dave do it, right, Beam? We're just trying to buy a flamethrower. That's all we want to right? do. Can't blame us for that. Right. Uh, Doug Benson is a wizard and uh, a dark, dark magic person. What do you oh. mean by that? I'll tell you. But later today, I'll tell you because we were eating lunch yesterday and he was haunting us. Oh. It was super weird. Really? I still, to this minute, don't know what happened. You're creeped out. Yes. Yes. Was, oh is Doug Benson dead and it was the ghost of Doug Benson, maybe? I, I'm not sure. We're going to check in with the, whichever one is still alive today. Okay. Oh, All right. Weird. Either the ghost or Doug and find out just what the hell was going on and why did he do that to us. Okay. And uh, it's Friday, so we've got Keep at 100 as well. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. All right. It is Friday morning. Ali is here. Time for a first look at what's happening. <sighs> Liam Gallagher. What are you doing? Why does this man constantly get my hopes up about a possible Oasis reunion? Why? Why does he do it? Why do you believe him every time he says something? I, a little bit of hope every single time. But okay. here's what he tweeted 18 hours ago. Apparently, um, Noel Gallagher did a show at a place where you couldn't bring alcohol in and there were cutoffs to when you can drink outside of the venue. It was a dry venue. I don't even know the full details on that. But Liam tweeted, Earth to Noel. Listen up, kid. I hear you're doing gigs where people can't drink alcohol now. That's the bizarrest thing you've done yet. I forgive you. Now let's get the big O back together and stop effing about. The drinks are on me. LG. Okay, so he's saying I forgive you, which, let's be honest, I think, a lie. I think Noel should <laughs> yeah, probably sure. be the one forgiving. But, I mean, that's good, right? And then, of course, people started chiming in with... Uh, do you need money, Liam? Is that why you want to get the gig back together? And then my favorite, though, were the um, different venues that were going back and forth. So Manchester City said, comeback show, to which Wembley Stadium said, what's your capacity again? <laughs> and then Manchester City, with the throwdown, what are your ticket prices again? Boom, Boom bitches. Nice. So then he lets an hour go by, and he just writes, come on. And then he tweeted three hours ago. I'll take that as a no, as you were. Good damn it! Why do I let myself believe? Why? Let me let me try to help you out with this. Alex. Okay. You shouldn't wish for Oasis to get back together. Why? Because it'll bring you only pain. 
A, it'll it'll last one gig, but B... I would go to the first one. Noel doesn't... Look, he's still a very talented artist, and I like him, and his records are good. But the Oasis that you fell in love with was effing great. Amazing. One of the and best. Noel doesn't write those songs anymore. He's, 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 ne- he's never going to write another Wonderwall. It's just not going to happen. Okay. So what I'm saying is what you're what you're pining for is the greatness of Oasis in their 20s. They get mm-hmm. back together now, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure there'll be some songs you go, yeah, that's pretty good. It's not going to be great. Well, but them performing the old songs would Absolutely. be great to see. I don't need yeah. new music at this point. I just want them to not kill each other on the stage and have maybe... Ten they're shows. Both doing Oasis songs in their solo sets. But they're, they're not both singing together. Being you That's need to see them the on the same. same stage. I need to see them on the same stage, even okay. if they don't look at each other. Even if there's a wall in Maybe between. Maybe there's a, a wall curtain, between, and they both I'm perform fine. the same songs at the same time, but yeah. not together. Right? Just not together. Same. I like it. That does I'm sound in. fun, right? <laughs> and three, two, one. Let's Go. start. And then they mess it up, and then they're like, all right. Three, two, one. I said on three, two, one. That was my Liam. Wow, I did. Was it good? Did you That's think it was Noel? Spot on. I thought it was actually I really did. I thought he just jumped, joined the show. I really yeah. did. It's amazing. Well, <sighs> Liam know. seems to want it a lot more than Noel does. I think Liam might need it a lot more than Noel. Mm-hmm. I think Noel kind of has his, his S together a little more than Liam. He's also and a songwriter. Yeah. So Liam can't do that as well. And he's also in a drama-free band with mm-hmm. people he enjoys. Right. There's that. Boring. <laughs> right? Who's with me, Chip? It's time to bleed a little for their art. <laughs> See, I, I was making a joke that Chip breaks up bands. I heard it. Yeah, okay. I heard it, yeah. but I didn't understand it. Anyone uh, else? No, I missed it. Okay. I hate all of you. <laughs> hey, some birthdays for you. Well, that's on us because you made a joke no one got. That's what I like to do. <laughs> it's not on me. It's on them. They're just not smart. Giselle Bunchen, Josh Holloway, Carlos Santana, Stone Gossard, Omar Epps, Judy Greer. <gasps> Bean, you love her. Oh, when, oh, oh man, don't make whoa. that noise. Yeah, that's not okay. Remember when we were at Comic-Con and Bean yeah. saw her go by and her Twitter handle is Miss Judy Greer. Right. And Bean goes, hey, Miss Judy Greer. And she <laughs> just walked past him like the... Like he never existed. Yeah. That was pretty Very sweet. sad. That was pretty sweet. But he still did that little sound for her. Yeah. Yeah, no love lost. Nope. And happy birthday to Julianne Huff and Sandra O. Oh. If you are not watching Killing Eve on BBC America, get your act together. I got Bean into it. I got Kevin into it. Yep. And now they're starting to kind of think maybe I was right about Peaky Blinders with how much I talked about uh, that. No, no, no. I saying don't that at all. Oh. that being our conclusion. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. What's up with Florida? You goddamn people in Florida! <laughs> you bunch of bastards! Florida, Florida, Florida. What's up with Florida? You always have the craziest news. America's most penis-shaped state. Back in the news with one great story right after another. We start with 46-year-old Jonathan Crenshaw. He's a little bit of a uh, popular fixture down there in Miami Beach. He uh, he has no arms, but that doesn't stop him from painting along a trendy spot on South Beach. What? Oh. He paints with his feet. It's very popular. Unfortunately, huh. he had an altercation with the uh, police, and it is unclear exactly what happened. But what is known is he did end up stabbing a sh- tourist from Chicago with a pair of scissors in his, his feet. feet. With, with his, his feet. feet. Oh, yes. Wow. 
So he claims that he was just lying down when this tourist from Chicago, um, Cesar Coronado, approached him and punched him in the head. So he was just getting back at him by stabbing him with scissors. Uh, Mr. Coronado says that they just stopped to ask Mr. Crenshaw for directions when he suddenly jumped up and stabbed him in the arm. He was taken to the hospital, but Crenshaw, the man with no arms, has been charged with aggravated battery. You don't expect to be stabbed by a dude with no arms. Right. But and in the is, arm. How did that happen? That, he stabbed him in the leg. Right. <laughs> a little closer. I want video of this, by the way. Right. That could win the $10,000 on America's... <laughs> what's the show called? America's Home Funniest. Videos. Home Videos? Funniest Home Videos, yeah. Uh, here's a uh, novel defense that you might want to try out. Uh, maybe, be, maybe don't. Maybe, maybe, maybe don't drink so and wait, drive. Try out or don't try out. Well, I was thinking maybe it would work, but then I thought, you know what? It's too dangerous to risk because this involves a drinking and driving a suspect named Earl Stevens. He was 69 years old a couple of weeks ago. He's putting nice. his uh, driving his Mercury Grand Marquis through a McDonald's drive-through. Hold on a second. Hang on one second. Let me just scratch out. People are dumb. Oh, okay, go ahead. No. Continue. And um, <laughs> it's the best he, story ever. He bumped into the car in front of him at the McDonald's drive-through lane, and that driver called the police and said, "Dude, I got a really drunk guy behind me." So the police showed up, and uh, uh, Earl was uh, his eyes were red and glossy. The police said he reeked of alcohol. He was slurring his words. And the police officer said, "Sir, have you been drinking?" And he said, I'm not drinking and driving. I only drink at stop signs and traffic signals. No. So, so he's driving, but then when he comes to a stop, stop. That's, a when he, that's when he takes his bourbon and, and pours it down. Yeah, because oh. that way he's not drinking and driving. Sir. That may be too fine a distinction, by the way. I don't think he's going to get away with that. He was arrested after failing a series of field sobriety tests. Kevin, it serves you right for trying to do a story from Florida. Oh, agreed, but <laughs> most of my people are dumb stories come from Florida as well. So I know. There's going to be some do? crossover. Here's a, uh, this is interesting. I don't know who to believe on this one. A police officer went on Facebook complaining that he had gone through a Burger King drive through in Fort Myers and got handed uh, a hamburger with dirt on it. He said, at first, it was just burned bacon. I was hungry, and I ate the burger. But at the last bite, I saw the dirt and the grit on the burger. In disgust, I threw it out the window. So that social media post that the officer put up went viral. The Burger King is saying, no, no, that's not the case at all. We have a salt and pepper blend that is added to the hamburgers, and it just must have combined with the flame-boiled grill process to look like dirt, oh. but it actually wasn't dirt. But uh, were they telling the truth? It sounds like they're lying. No, that's they, not dirt. It's just spices. It's seasoning. Right. <laughs> they said they did the investigation and nobody did anything, or at least nobody admitted to doing anything. And I guess they felt like it was realistic enough that somebody could have mistaken that for dirt. The police officer also says he was suspicious when, instead of putting his name on the ticket, they put police on the ticket. Oh, and he oh, wondered nice. if he, he may have been marked by that. So I don't know how we're going to find out, but the Burger King is standing by its employees and saying that they in no way did anything to the officer's burger, and they are asking for an apology. It's hard to know what to what to believe in this one, Look, right? I've never tried a dirt burger. Maybe it's good because <laughs> we unfortunately we do hear stories sometimes of people doing that to you know to cops, which is awful. Yeah, but I hope that wasn't the case this time. All right, this one is weird for me. Sunrise, Florida, city manager Richard Salmon went into a local baker with a coupon for a free bunt cake. Mm, However, yeah. he was told that the coupon had expired. 
And he said, I'm on the city council. How about cut me a break here? Break the rules. Honor the coupon. He, by the way, he makes a $204,000 a year on the city council. Oh, dear. He was trying to get this free $4 butt cake. Well, the employee at the bakery called into the city council, and they are having a hearing, including, by the way, some fellow commissioners calling for the man's resignation. Right? He could lose a $200,000 a year job because of a $4 butt cake. One council it's the principle of the thing. It is, though. It is the principle of the thing. You're right about that. Uh, one city council member said, I can't believe a $4 coupon has us here today. It's a little bit of a black eye on us. It's not what we're about at all. If he loses this job, if mm. he loses a Florida city council job over this, and you see what you can do in other parts of the government and keep your job forever, no I just feel like, man, this is a tough community, right? <laughs> Seriously. he's not. There's no collusion or anything going on here. It's just a bud cake. <laughs> And uh, finally, Edwin Pierce is his name. He walked into a family dollar store on Sarno Road the other day. A cop call, A cop was called when the clerk initially reported that Mr. Pierce appeared to be hiding items in his pants. When they checked the store mm. and the aisles, they realized that he had also smeared poop oh, across no. boxes <laughs> of grits and oats and forks and boxes of chow mein. He did get out of the store, but police were able to apprehend him. It turned out that he had stolen food and rendered food unusable with his own feces inside the so store. So he stole some, but he left some. But he left some for the other for the next guy, right? Disgusting. The police had him clean up the aisles, nice. by the way, before they arrested him and took him into custody. That's right. awesome. Which I think is fantastic. Look, I know you're not going to get the greatest quality in the world at the family dollar store. But you certainly expect your food to not have poop on it, right? I mean, that's, I feel like that's not asking <laughs> too much. I don't think so either. That is What's Up with Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida. What's up with Florida? It's Kevin and Bean. K-U. First, though, one of the uh, panels that has received the most attention this year so far was the 10th anniversary of Breaking Bad, which, uh, by the way, our friend uh, Bill Burr moderated that panel. Yeah. Huge, uh, not a a guest actor on the show, but a super fan. In fact, in introducing the panel with almost all of the cast in attendance, he called it arguably the greatest show that's ever been on television. Wow. I mean, he put arguably in front of it, so I would agree with that because it's got to be top... (laughs) Five easy, right? It's a great show. It's a great show. There were two interesting things I thought that came out of it. First of all, everybody's been saying, look, we love Better Call Saul, but when are we going to see Walt and Jesse and some of the other characters on Better Call Saul? Vince Gilligan, creator of both, says, we would be sorely remiss if they didn't appear on the show before it ended, but you will not be seeing either of them in upcoming episodes, which is fine, by the way. I think that's okay. Look, Better Call Saul is great on its own. The other thing that I thought was interesting, and I'd never seen the cast address this before, is you guys have heard the Walking Dead theory of Breaking bad right no um run it by us someone on the internet came up with the idea that the breaking bad show and the walking dead take place in the same universe and that it was walt's drug his product that caused the zombie outbreak oh which i think is hilarious by the way that's dumb vince gilligan said uh, uh well walt's dead now so i guess he could be a zombie my agents are out there. We should talk about that. Wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> if Walter White showed up on The Walking Dead as a zombie? That would be pretty cool. I would love it so much. Anyway, it's weird. After only five years off the air that they were already looking back on the greatness that was Breaking Bad. But it was a pretty cool panel yesterday. Did you see the Omaze contest that they're having for Breaking Bad? 
That is funny. This is a uh, charity event, and what you do is, I guess you text a certain number, and then you donate, I don't know, five bucks, ten bucks, or whatever it is, and you're, you're in the drawing for a, an am- amazing prize. Aaron Paul starts this video by explaining the contest and how you can win it. What's up, guys? It's Aaron Paul, and I want you to come break bad with me. Yeah, bitch, you heard that right. It's been ten years since Breaking Bad premiered, and to celebrate... I'm teaming up with Omaze to fly one winner and a friend out to cook in the RV right here on the Sony lot in Los Angeles. So he's standing right outside the RV that was on the show. Mm -hmm. And then he takes him on a little tour. He steps into the RV and he's looking around and he hears the voice of Brian Cranston. It's just like I remember. No tours, private residence. No tours, private residence. Uh oh. So he's living in the RV? <laughs> Which is what Aaron asks. Aaron! How many scared oh the shit out of me? Look at you! It's so good to see you. You look great. What are you doing here, man? I'm researching a role uh, here for a movie. <laughs> are you living here? <laughs> Aaron, you're so funny. Giving away a chance to cook in the RV with me. Wait a minute. Breaking Bad is going to be rebooted. Oh, thank God. Oh, yes. It'll be just like Roseanne without the racism. <laughs> <laughs> he is standing there in a robe. He's clearly living in the RV. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, quite sad. And Aaron pushes that point. You're living here. No. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. So I'm just an actor who's broken down. Can't get over the fact that his show has been finished for five years. And so I'm living in an RV and using a bucket as a toilet. Yeah, whatever, Aaron. Oh, my God. It is like a month worth of shit in there. <laughs> Starts crying. I miss the show so much. <laughs> <laughs> so then they're arguing and um, Aaron Paul and uh, Brian Cranston walk outside of the RV and continue their argument. And then they find out that they're in front of a tour of the Sony lot. Uh Oh, well, I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm so sorry. I can't be young and hot and rich and rolling with a bunch of friends like you. Know. Stop calling me hot. It's weird. Yeah, well, you are. You're hot. <laughs> so then you hear the tour guide announce to the people that this is the RV. Uh-huh. And this is the RV from Breaking Bad. <laughs> Welcome to Sony Studios. Now, if you guys just want to head that way to the studio gift shop, I'll meet you there in just one second. Aaron, what the hell are you doing? What What is all this? Why aren't you leading the tour? Why are you leading the tour? What? And then Brian Cranston goes... Wait. You work here? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 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 he does. He works here, okay? He came begging me for a job the other day because he he wanted to be around the RV again. The show ended five years ago. Get over it. So they're both losers. (laughs) I love that. And then uh, the tour guide uh, starts yelling at Aaron. And you put on your uniform, okay? Stu, come on, don't make me put on the... What did you just call me? Say my name. From the show. I know. Mr. Hirschberger. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Losers. So then both of the guys sort of um, commiserate about how uh, upset they are that the show is gone. Okay. It's been hard to get over the show. Hey, come on. Hey, we're not so bad off, right? We got the RV got a hot plate. I've got the bucket that 
pooping. We still got our internet <laughs> friends. <laughs> We've still got our internet friends. And then they repeat the uh, the offer, which is if you go to omaze.com backslash breaking bad, you can enter the contest to get flown to Los Angeles and cook in the RV with both Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston. Can they poop in the bucket? They didn't say. Okay. They seemed like they were very protective of the bucket, okay. so I assume not. All right. Uh, anyways. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. So we're at Comic-Con, and uh, Allie and I are doing some interviews on the floor. I'm not sure what time that's going to be put up. The oh. video is going to be put up today. Uh, but it should be during the morning show. And we talked to a lot of crazy people. Mm-hmm. But um, Allie kept saying, all right, uh, we done? Can I go? I was like, what are you talking about? She's going to Conan. Yeah. She oh. just couldn't wait yeah. to go to Conan. I wanted to take a quick shower. <laughs> We'd been up since 3.15. It was hot. <laughs> I wanted to smell my best for, for Conan. I'm sure you did. Now, yeah. let me ask you this very serious question. Because mm-hmm. we talked to the ear how Conan is your all-time number one crush ever. Yeah. You love him. So much. So much. Okay. You live... 10 miles from where he films his show every right. single day, yet you've mm-hmm. never been before. Oh, I've, I've been to his tapings. Yeah, you I went have. actually, when he was in New York, I went to one. I went okay. to one in L.A., but yeah, I don't want to meet him. That's, the, that's what I won't do. I've had friends that have arranged for my birthday to go to a show, you're going to meet Conan. And I'm like, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Let's get dinner. But wait, because, and this Mm -mm. is, you know, we've talked about how this is the same thing with me and Taylor, because I love her so much. And by all accounts, Conan, just like Taylor, is super nice to people when he meets you. Don't put Conan and Taylor in the same category. Don't even. Well, they are. Don't be ridiculous, In that they're approachable, friendly Mm. people and nice to their fans is what I'm saying. Don't be a terrible human. So it's not like Ali would have do little snake emojis for Jimmy Kimmel and although we did with Jay Leno let's be honest and that was well deserved so, what well I'm deserved. saying is it's not like you would have a bad experience if you met Conan no so, by all accounts he's wonderful and lovely delightful. I just I just don't want to that's weird I know it is. I know okay. I'm well what aware. is it you're afraid would happen if you met him, listen, I don't. You don't think you'd be disappointed? No, I just, I, I don't want to break up a marriage. You know? Oh, you think by meeting him, yeah, he'd be like, he'll leave his wife. Shoot, oh, let's that do makes this. Sense. Oh, that doesn't make sense. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> of course not. I don't know what it is. It's bizarre. I understand it. It's weird. It's okay. not changing. Hmm. All right, so it's you're smelling, changing. you're smelling good. You're looking good. <laughs> yeah. You head over to where, where Conan is doing his show from San Diego yesterday. Sprecus then what happens? Theater. Um, so we get seated, and I'm up above on the mezzanine, and I'm just like, oh well, he'll never see me up here. We're never gonna fall in love. But it was fine. It was great. It was the whole cast of Predator on the show. Mm-hmm. So you had Olivia Munn, Sterling uh, K. Brown, Keegan Michael Key, everybody up there. It was amazing. But before this. He was on the stage, and he glances over, and he sees one of those little bird scooters. Yeah, there's a bird scooter on last night's show. And he was so angry about the bird scooters, and it made me think of Jensen Karp and your conversation the other morning on the show about how they are basically the worst things to ever happen to the world, <laughs> except to Kevin, because Kevin thinks they're fun. They are fun. Have you All tried right. it? No. Okay. All right. So he sees the bird scooter, talks about how they're all over San Diego. They're just awful. They're horrible. Who even likes these things? And out walks this, like, hippie-looking dude. And everyone's like, starts clapping. And then they realize, oh, that's Norman Reedus. Oh, That's okay. Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead. So he gets on the scooter, and he's like, sorry, dude. It's, it's mine. <laughs> and, of course, Conan said, I know you guys are notorious. You can't say anything about The Walking Dead. But any hints? 
and he just started the scooter and just scooted <laughs> off the stage. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. But here's the thing. When you go and see Conan during Comic-Con, by the way, this is his fourth Comic-Con coming down here to San Diego, and he's celebrating his 25th year on the air. Wow. Right? It's a amazing. long time. Yeah. A very long time. But when he comes to Comic-Con, you always leave the taping with one of his Funko Pops. And this year, he was giving out a Rebel Knight, an Ant-Man, a Hellboy. And then my show, we got a Predator Conan. Here's so it's Conan as a as, Predator. Yes. That's they're all awesome. him as these different characters. That's awesome. And people collect these, and people are insane about them. How insane? I was not prepared. So I'm walking out of the theater. I'm just on cloud nine. I saw Conan. Everything was great. I got my Funko Pop in my hand. Everything's going great. And I leave and this guy right in front of me goes, Funko, 80 bucks. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And he goes, Funko. And I'm like, Predator. Yeah, Predator. And he goes, 100. And I'm like, So he what? was negotiating what? before you even realized I what was happening? I didn't even know what was happening. And I'm like, what? And then I look to my right, another guy coming at me. He's like, Funko. I'm like, yeah, fu- <laughs> Funko, Funko. I thought it was like some weird nerd like language I didn't know how to speak. Here's the thing. They wait outside and they just come right at the people when oh. they're walking out. And it got a little bit weird when one guy started following me. Because he could tell, like, I was confused that these were even worth anything, really. Right. Because I was like, 100, I'm listening. <laughs> so he follows me to the corner. All right. Yeah. Right? Here's where it gets really weird. Yes. Okay. Another guy sees us talking, and he goes, seriously, how much? And then I'm thinking... Does he want the Funko, or does he think I'm now a, like a lady selling stuff on this corner? It took a really weird turn, but we got up to one fifty. You did, oh yes. my god! For which? For <laughs> Kevin. I'm just asking. Of course, right? of course. Just asking, right? Yeah. You got up to one hundred and fifty bucks, right? For my predator. Why do you still have it? Right, my predator. Right, sure. Pointing okay. doesn't work on the okay. radio. All right, sorry about that. Um. You I could have sold it for 150 bucks. Uh, how? No. And he, I, I tweeted about this last night because I'm such a dork. I have all of the Conan Funko Pops. Oh. Every single one. And I said these words to the man. Oh, I have all of them. And he goes, oh, my God. Really? Are you willing to sell them? And I said, no. And here's why I, I can't sell you the Predator one. Because his friends would miss him. <gasps> okay. Right? And then he knew he was dealing with a loony. Right? Tune. He thought he was coming across yes. a loony. And he didn't know yes. who he was dealing so with. So that was it. That was the end. But if you're going to a taping tonight, just know they are going to swarm you. You can make some cash. You can make some serious cash. But if anyone wants, like, my whole Funko set, let's uh, let's talk some money. Got the woman for you. <laughs> That's a woman for you. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I even have something awesome for Comic-Con. So if you watch Bob's Burgers, Aunt Gail basically has animal buttholes she draws. Right there, animal buttholes. I mean, what's better? Human buttholes. Oh, Kevin's butthole and an animal butthole. Or Kevin's face. Sorry, I I got confused. Some people confused them. What's happening? By the way, if Kevin's butthole is not the name of a band, (laughs) we're doing it wrong. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's no shortage of oddball art at Comic-Con. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. Did you guys see the? Uh, did you guys happen to see uh, Bean World yesterday? The very popular comic book Bean World. I did not see that. Wow. Yes, wow. I'm suing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, uh, Doug Benson is uh, here in San Diego. He'll be joining us next hour here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Also, we're going to need your help a little bit after eight. Uh, not us, not Kevin B, not Allie, but Dave has decided he needs to get on the dark web for some nefarious reasons. Uh, right? We have a lot of questions about how you get on the dark web and why. So, I've done a lot of research on this. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. And that's why you want to do it on Dave's browser and not yep. yours? Correct. <laughs> so we're going to be uh, needing your help on that. I know we have a lot of experts out there coming up uh, just after 8 here on the Kevin Bean Show. Live from San Diego at the House of Blues, it's Friday morning time for People Are Dumb. Dumb. A uh, man who admitted to having drugs on his person called 911 three different times to ask for a ride. Huh. He needed a ride. Sure. So well, he called 911. According to the arrest report on July 1st, the 27-year-old Freeport man called 911 on three separate occasions requesting a ride home. The dispatcher told him, of course, uh, here's a non-emergency line if you need assistance, but you're calling 911, so you have to stop calling 911. Mm -hmm. He began cursing and became belligerent. A deputy arrived at the man's location. He was still on the phone cursing at dispatchers. Whoa. Oh, no. And that's a whole separate set of charges, too, for abuse of 911, in addition to the drugs that he was calling about. Yeah, so the deputy patted him down, found six grams of marijuana and nine pills. The man told him that uh, pills were Xanax. He was arrested and charged with misusing the 911 system, felony drug possession, and misdemeanor marijuana possession. They should also give him a ticket for being too dumb to have heard of Uber. Right? Mm. Um, here's a burglar that got stuck in a Vancouver escape room. A Vancouver, Washington escape room. Two local business owners received an early morning call from law enforcement Sunday after a robber broke into their escape room and couldn't find his way out. What did he think was going to happen? <laughs> yeah, have you guys ever been to an escape room? Yeah. It's pretty strong. You're locked in a room together. you got to find clues, solve puzzles, compete against the clock to make it out. And uh, they got a call saying that somebody was in there. This guy had broken in to their escape room, did, didn't know it was an escape room, couldn't get out, so he called 911. That's beautiful. Because he was stuck in an escape room that he broke into. Is that, besides uh, you know having to pay for the damage to the wall of the escape room that they run there in Vancouver, is that the best advertising ever for that right. place? Totally. Exactly. Uh, he provided a fake address to deputies, so they responded to the escape room where he was calling from. Made his initial court appearance Monday. Faces a charge of burglary in the second degree. His bail is set at $40,000. Wow. Uh, this story comes out of Sherman, Texas. I want you guys to guess what movie they were seeing. 
Five days after a man was stabbed at a Sherman movie theater, the man who stabbed him is now in jail. Police say the suspect just didn't want to sit in his own seat at the Cinemark Friday. He kept sitting in reserved spots, and then people would come up and they would say, hey, dude, that's my seat. Would you mind moving? So he would stand up and then sit in another seat. And the situation escalated. He ended up stabbing another man in the stomach. Oh, man. He's in jail on $25,000 bond. The movie he was seeing? Uh, Mr. Rogers. The First Purge. <laughs> Gotta <different>. be. Gotta <laughs> be. Finally, a Wisconsin woman is facing felony drug charges after police said they found about 82 grams of drugs in her vagina. That seems like a lot. Desiree Webster, 20 years old, was arrested June 25 after uh, police pulled over her car. Her companion was a drug dealer, and officers pulled over the car after getting a tip that they might be selling heroin, cocaine, marijuana, meth, and other drugs. They uh, had a police dog. The police dog showed particularly interest in the seat of the driver. Huh. This woman's seat. By the way, how can you tell if a police dog is looking for drugs or just is in on everybody's crotch? Because a lot of dogs just go for the crotch, you know? I don't. I don't have the answer to that. I guess they're well-trained. I guess that's how you know. After a corrections officer performed a strip search on her, she suggested that there was something hidden in her vagina. Oh. Mm -hmm. So they took her and they did a CAT scan of her uh, pelvic area at a hospital, and it showed something that looked like a plastic bag, and listen to this, that was about the size of a human fist. Anyone? We you all have thoughts. We all have thoughts none of us are willing to say. No. About the size of a human fist. We got it. Officers said they found nearly 82 grams of drugs inside. Here's the breakdown. She had 36.67 grams of cocaine. Mm -hmm. 40... By the way, stop right there. That's a lot of cocaine, yeah. right? 36 sure. grams of cocaine. I absolutely would have said stop right there. I mean, <laughs> right. that's a that's a year's worth of cocaine, yeah. for God's sake. All right, so 36 grams of cocaine. All 14, right. almost 15 grams of meth. Whoa. 27 grams of synthetic <gasps> weed. This is all in her hoo-ha. Yes. She is uh, packed. I don't know wow. if I mentioned this, but it was in a bag the size of a fist. <laughs> you kid, oh, yes. Oh, you did mention Okay, yeah. So 36 grams of cocaine, 15 grams of meth, 27 grams of synthetic weed, and six ecstasy pills. Oh, my God. She was unwilling to commit to the ecstasy. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> it. There wasn't much room. I don't know. I need to add some more ecstasy to my order to round it out. <laughs> that right? is... That's crazy. And how does she deliver it? Does she bring it to your house? Oh, I'm just my. saying. And that's People Are Dumb. Dumb. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. Allie, you are here at 7.53 with What's Happening. Well, at 7.50, we tend to do this on Fridays. We have a playlist. It's called That's My Jam. It's on all Kevin and Bean socials, at Kevin and Bean. You can find the link right there. Go ahead and click follow, and then you're going to have new music from everybody on the Kevin and Bean show that we add each week. It could be a new song that's coming out. It could be a song that we've loved from the past and just remembered, and it just moved us, so we put it on the list. But every single week, you're going to have new music delivered right to you. How about that? How about that? Kevin, you're up first. What did you pick this well, week? Well, we just had Muse in yesterday, and they had a new song called Something Human. And I'm going to be honest when I tell you, uh, when I first heard it, I liked it. Mm -hmm. I love, love, love Muse. Right. I liked it. I was like, well, it might not be their best, but I really like it. Uh-huh. And then I heard it a second and third time, and by the third time, I was like, okay, I'm all in. Nice. It's a great song. It's called Something Human.
pretty catchy. Really good. Tender Matt. Love that. Right? We had right? some people yesterday when we played it who were hearing it for the first time uh, who said it sounded like uh, Every Breath You Take for the police. Mm-hmm. And I got that the first time I heard it, too. But yeah, I don't hear that anymore. Sort of like that. But bit. now I don't hear it anymore. Now yeah. I totally get the melody that they're going for. And I just, I, I'm with Kevin on that. I really grew on me fast. Excellent. Well, what song is yours, Bean? Uh, there's a band we played here on K-Rock before. They're a Los Angeles band called Lord Huron. And mm-hmm. they had a song called The Night We Met that was very, very good. They have some other songs that are very good. And they did a cover version recently. Now, Kevin, you're going to automatically hate this because it's a Neil Young song. Okay. Although maybe you'll like it because Neil's not singing Neil Young it. is a terrible singer. But a great songwriter. <laughs> well, and this possible. is a classic song of his from the 90s. And it's kind of romantic, but you know me, I'm Bean, and I love love. This is Lord <laughs> Huron and their take on Harvest Moon. Right? Uh, that sucks. No. Right. no. That's that, that one's for us girls, Kevin. <laughs> oh, my bad. Okay. It's for us ladies. <laughs> yeah. oh, Allie, you're with me on that. that. That's yeah, nice, right? It. I'm Absolutely. Sorry. We all sort of decided at the beginning we wouldn't make fun of each other, but it's too tough. I just couldn't help myself. Well, my song is from a band that I had never heard of. I woke up to this tweet. And first of all, uh, my friend Marin, you guys know her, Marin Dungey, yeah, friend crazy. of the show. No need to tweet me at 7.52 a.m. on a Saturday, but I accept it because this was it. She said, okay, I'm sending you the song because, one, it's amazing. Two, it's my song of the summer. Three, it's an undiscovered band that I think you're going to dig hard. Have a rad weekend. And it is a band called Bully Heart, and it sounds like all of the 80s John Hughes movies just all got together and said, let's get in Allie's ear holes. Yeah, right? It is wonderful. I love it so very much. They also do a cover of Under the Milky Way by the church, oh, which I love is that song too. wonderful. Um, it's a musician named Holly Long, and this is her project called Bully Heart, but the song is called Jukebox. Right? That is, yeah, you're right. That's uh, Let's Make a Song for Allie. I love it so very much. Yeah, that's good. Oh, so you don't like it? No, I like it. You said it was just specific for me. It was specific for you, but I like it as well. Wow, he's real judgy today. I mean, it's not beans. For real sense, judgy. God. I'm just saying, you Neil pick Young. Muse, which is like everyone loves Muse, so that wasn't really. Right. That's not the point. <sighs> All right, let's let's continue. Anyway, it's our it's our playlist. It's wonderful. It's called That's My Jam. It's at Kevin and Bean on all of our socials. We're going to link you right there. Go ahead, click follow, and guess what? Every single week, you've got brand new music that maybe you haven't heard of. Unless it's one of Kevin's picks, because they tend to all be really popular ones, so he's not really expanding his mind or his interests at all. (sighs) Go find your own birthdays. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. By the way, Kevin, we've got some tape here. You're getting kind of funky yesterday. Right? I didn't hear the name. What was the name? This is Kike. Kike, Kike, yeah, Kike, Kike from do you Mexico. love me? Are you riding? Yeah, you know, like uh, Avocados from Mexico? Here's Kike oh. from the same farm. I see. <laughs> yeah. He didn't. He didn't pick up on he the He didn't Drake, love the Drake thing? Yeah. He didn't love it. So. All right. That's uh, from a video, by the way, that is up right now. That you can see at uh, krock.com or you can go see it on YouTube. We're tweeting out the link. And it's Allie and I on the floor mm-hmm. of the convention center talking to people about their costumes. 
And some of those costumes need some work. Some and some are, of them are amazing. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, both. Amazing. All right. This is a uh, this is a very curious topic that I don't think we've ever spoken about here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Refresh my memory how it came up that we started talking about the dark web recently. Well, it was yeah, the uh, Unfriended, mm-hmm. Unfriended Dark Web, the movie okay. that I've been promoting all week, giving tickets away to. Unfriended two. Unfriended right. two. Yep. Yes, the original they, Unfriended, very different. This one is all about the dark web, and it is terrifying. It looks terrifying, right? So they yes. have uh, they have sponsored our broadcast, and we love them, and thank you. And please go see the movie. And then Kevin said, "You know, I've tried to uh, get on the dark web. I've looked into that a little bit." And then Dave jumped in and said, "I really want to get on the dark web." Right, and Dave should. <laughs> and so, Dave should. <laughs> here's what I found out: is that if you go to a site that is illegal. Mm-hmm. So if they're selling guns or drugs or anything, you going to that site is illegal. Just going to the site. Just yes. looking at it, even if you don't buy yes. anything. And by the way, the dark web, the deep web, whatever you, whatever you want to call it, it's 96% of the internet. So when you search, search on Google, it searches 4% no of the internet. Yes. yes. Why mm. don't I believe that? Um, it's accurate, sir. You want okay. to bet one American dollar on that? <laughs> I don't. I Let's don't. Bet but one Mar- American dollar. I just wonder if they're able to measure the dark web. Um, look, I'm just telling you the information that I have, if and it's Al correct. If Al Gore was here, we could ask him because we he could ask him right. the internet. Dave, so, what do you want to do on the dark web? Why are you trying to get on? Because we're going to be asking the- our, our listeners for help right now at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven with what they know about the dark web, what kinds of experiences they've had. All right, go ahead. Yeah, listen, I think the dark web is getting a bad rap, right? Because everything is all about, ooh, you get drugs, prostitution, you can see the worst things in the world. But I bet there's so much good stuff on the dark web, like stuff the government's hiding from Define good stuff. Well, I mean... What do you think is there that we don't know about? Maybe the cure for syphilis. It might be there, but it's probably you, there. You know, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Why Listen. wouldn't they put that on the real the, the the what do they call the other web, the light web? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if they had information like that that would help so many people, I think they'd put it on the the Google web. Big pharma, man. They don't want to lose out on that money. <laughs> oh, you know, so I'm saying there's cures out there. Mm. And like for me, I can't buy kangaroo meat here. I bet I could get it on the dark why, web. Why would you want that? Because it's delicious. What's wrong with you? Have you had kangaroo meat? No. It's so good. And it's lean and it's good for you. Okay. And, oh, my God. And I think that the dark web can give me all this okay, stuff. Okay, Dave. So that's have, why I Do you have a to Tor know. browser, T-O-R? Uh, not yet. But Download the Tor browser because okay. that supposedly um, protects you and gives you anonymity. But then... The I'm going to click this link. This the Tor browser, which says it gives you anonymity, says, look, this isn't enough. You have to get a VPN as well. I got a VPN. And then you have to... You have to look at, at your uh, Tor browser and set it for security settings. Like, there's five steps before you can even start searching for anything. <sighs> Stop trying to persuade me, man. There must be smarter people than I. And again, we're taking your phone calls if you can help on this topic in any way at 1-800-520-1067. There must be smart people who have mastered the dark web who are also journalists who have written about what they found on the dark web. Have you guys done any kind of research to see what things are uh, are on there that we don't know about? Well, we had the guy from Vice on, remember? Ben yeah, Ben McCoo. Yeah. And he told us all about the weird stuff. I mean, it's... But again, he was just saying, oh, it's bad. It's it bad, is. It's bad. A, but be, Dave, there's a reason everyone says that. Because, because it's bad. Th- because they're not hiding meat from you. <laughs> they're not hiding kangaroo meat <laughs> I mean, on the dark web. I, I don't think that someone is... 
actively hiding it. But I think if I went on there and said, hey, Dark Web, what's up? I'm looking for kangaroo meat. Can someone ship it to you? Right. And then and what's going to happen is your computer's going to shut down. Yeah. I saw this in the trailer for Unfriended 2. Yes. Yeah. And then somebody's going to say, we have all your information. And they're going to be like, yeah, cool. Just charge camera. my credit card and give me the kangaroo meat. Excellent. I guarantee <laughs> if you tweet it out, hey, Australians, can you send me some kangaroo meat? No, no, no. Hey, nay, the way. government won't allow the import of kangaroo meat. That's oh, why. That's wow. why the dark web that's is That's why the dark web is Come my on. friend. Okay, anything else or just that? Well, why? just the kangaroo meat. Like like, well, mostly kangaroo meat, but I, I just think there's a lot of things out there, that, and I can't think of them right now, that will be helpful to society that the dark web may provide. Here's what I know is that Silk Road was the biggest most well-known yeah. thing on the dark web. terrible people. And, th- yeah, well, they were selling drugs, heroin, guns, mm-hmm. uh, people. They were selling everything that you Human could sell. Human trafficking. Yeah. yeah, everything that you could do. And and there's no way for pe- normal people to access that site. So you have to get in the right browser and go yeah. to that site. And yet they could buy everything. But they ended up breaking that up. And those people are in jail. Good, as they should be. But the guy who's going to give me kangaroo meat ain't going to go to jail. So Dave is the one who is the arbiter of which laws we need to follow. That's Perhaps. what he's essentially saying. <laughs> yeah. so. No, listen. No, I'm no, just th- saying this is, might be a safer way to get good stuff. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, let's. Uh, the yeah. phones are blowing up, by the way, at one 800 Let's talk to Sev real quick. He's in Long Beach. He's on line two. He says he can help us. Sev, thank you so much for being the first to volunteer to come on on this topic. Uh, how do you know so much about the dark web? Uh, I've actually been on it, ordered some stuff. Came from Canada. Kangaroo meat. Um, kangaroo meat. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's as good as kangaroo meat, but Sev, um, it, it, in, in order to make sure that we're not dealing with a bad person here, what did you order from Canada? Um, oh, I can guess prescription drugs. Not under my real name. So, oh, my name is Jack, and sure, I ordered Jack. Mm-hmm. some. Uh, some psychedelics from Canada. No problem with that. Fair enough. Okay. How did you get onto the dark web? What did you have to learn? What steps did you have to go through to get there? Uh, it's pretty easy. The, I believe the hardest part is actually finding the websites. Uh, many of the websites, uh, they don't really use webs, web addresses that you can actually memorize. It's just, right, because they don't want... a bunch of random letters and, it's and numbers. It's super complex, and they don't make it scan, um, scannable. You can't mm-hmm. actually try to browse someplace like that because yeah. it's, not, it's not listed like that. The, the hardest part is finding a list of the websites where you can go and find the actual web address sure. and actually hop on to Tor mm-hmm. Network. Um, the Tor Network is actually the Onion Network. It was actually right. developed by the, the military for secure messaging. And that's I have heard that. Now. And this is the this is uh, when you say the Onion Network, people don't get confused. This isn't the comedy site, the Onion. This is completely unrelated to that. This is for reals, right? Yes. Yeah. And when you're looking on the dark web, does it look like a, an internet browser? I mean, are you looking at something that is like a like a Firefox or a Safari or something like that, or no? Yes, exactly. It's actually built off the Firefox um, web browser. Okay. The Tor, the Tor browser is actually built off built off of that. Okay. So, Jack, how were those uh, psychedelics, man? Oh, it was good for two weekends. Right. <laughs> it lasted that long? Wow. <laughs> That's a I long need, time. Uh, That's good. <laughs> I need Jack's number off the air. Right? All right. Thank you for calling, sir. We appreciate you listening. 1-800-520-1067. Ooh, we have a caller who's going to explain to us the difference between the dark web and the deep web, you guys. Yes. So oh, we need yeah. to know which one, is, uh, which one is the right one for kangaroo meat. I think dark's in the back. 
How? I apologize. Get off my that phone. That is disgusting. Get off that my phone. That is disgusting. I am protesting this show now. <laughs> we'll take your calls next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let's talk to Amanda in Los Angeles. Uh, Dave wants to get on the dark web because he wants to buy some kangaroo meat and he wants to find the, <laughs> the cure to syphilis. And Amanda is on the phone. Hello, Amanda. Hi, guys. Hi there. Uh, what do you want to tell Dave? Dave is high as usual. Um, I'm a nurse, and he doesn't need to go on the dark web to find the cure for syphilis. The cure for syphilis is freaking antibiotics. <laughs> antibiotics. <laughs> really? Antibiotics? Yeah, Dave, it costs $8. Give it up. Big Pharma is not going to be making any money off of your stuff. Again, there's, there's 15, more medicine they're trying to give you. There's 15 different kinds of antibiotics, Dave. There's one that works for you. Quit. Right? Amanda's pissed, and I love it. Wait, so Dave doesn't have to go on the dark web and, and use cryptocurrency, no, he, and he just has to go to a doctor? He needs to go see the doctor. He's a moron. <laughs> well, we can, That's we, hey, Amanda, we can all can, agree on that. Yes, Dave. Hey, Amanda, can you hook it up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> dark Dave, web, it's dark penicillin. Right it's not hard to find. Okay. That's Amanda's <laughs> point. Amanda, do you have kangaroo <laughs> meat? No. No, All but right. I have... I, dude, stop it. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're with you. Thank you very much for the call. 1-800-520-1067. What do you have to add to our conversation? we got to get on the dark web at some point today. We're talking about getting on the dark web because Dave says he needs to buy kangaroo meat. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's code for, but... <laughs> well, he also needs a cure for syphilis. That may be what it's code for. By the way, there are uh, a lot of hackers on the dark web as well, Dave. Yeah, And that's see? part of the issue. And I think if I get on the dark web, the cool dark web, the cool part of it, I can learn how to hack. Oh, there's plenty that, of courses, yeah. And I, that will benefit everybody. Right, but is there's there... an 11-year-old right now that is doing that just by his nature. You're going to try and learn yeah, it now? Yeah, but but he's doing it for bad reasons. I want to do it for good reasons. Oh, you want to hack? Oh, yeah, I see. I want to hack, hack for good. good. You're, yeah, you're like, a white hat. Like, if okay. you ever have... Yeah, I'm going to be a white you're hat. You're the sure. Dexter of hacking. Exactly, because if Kevin ever has a problem, <laughs> I just be like, yo, dude, don't worry about it. Boom, I fixed it. Boom, done. You watch too much TV. Oh. Rachel writes in, Dear Kevin and Bean, I feel like it's a really good idea to talk about your plans to access this super illegal stuff on a on your radio show. Well, yeah, that's Rachel's not, a bad not point. wrong. Rachel. Uh, let's talk to Alex, Santa Monica. Alex uh, wants to tell us the difference between the dark web and the deep web so we know we don't go to the wrong place. Alex, okay. thank you for calling and holding on. What can you share with us? All right, so there's an important distinction between the deep web and the dark web. These okay. two are not the same thing. But the dark web is just a part of the deep web. Right. So if you want your kangaroo meat, you're looking more in the deep web. If oh, you see. put kangaroo meat into your search engine, you're not going to come up with where to buy the kangaroo meat. Or maybe you are. I don't know. I haven't looked for it. But Can you, uh, oh, she's Can you look for it? No, nope. I look okay. for it. Yes, right please. Now? No, not right now, but I'm just saying, do us a favor. <laughs> no, we'll wait. <laughs> is, is one of them better or worse than the other? Yeah, the dark but web is worse. The the dark web is going to be where you have all of the um, the really illegal stuff. Your, yes. Okay. Uh, the hackers, the illegal porn, that kind of thing. That's all going to be in the dark web. All right, okay. Alex. What percentage of the internet is deep web? Deep web, I think that you had the right statistic there. On, Thank you. Uh, Suck it, Dean. Um, <laughs> Look, researchers say is what's in this article, and I'm just wondering if it's even possible to measure that. It does seem impossible. Doesn't it even seem impossible to you, Alex, that 96% of the Internet, most of us don't have access to? 
Well, it's not that you don't have access to it. The deep web is just what doesn't show up through search engines. So, um... Right, they're not tagged, so they don't show up when you want to okay. search for something. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. all right, I do sorry. like you, and I thank you for calling, though. Uh, let's try uh, Jason Hermosa Beach. He might be raining on Dave's parade a little bit on line one, please. Jason, thank you for calling the Kevin Bean Show. What do you have for us? Yeah, I guess I can just offer a little bit more clarity to, to okay. what you were just talking about there. Please. If um, 96% of the web is this deep web, what you're not really counting is all of the websites that you have to log into. Think about company intranets, um, you know, your Gmail, anything. It, it's not all kangaroo meat and antibiotics. It's, oh, it's I see what you're saying. So that 96% includes pages that are behind a password that we can't access. So like email even, right? That makes That's complete sense now. Oh, thank God. Yeah. What, Chase, what's the oh, website yeah. for kangaroo meat and syphilis? No. <laughs> We're going to go for that. and syphilis.com. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel a lot better about it. So there's not nearly as much out there as I was worried was out there right it's, it's a minute fraction but dave <laughs> should really pursue this correct well yeah okay, okay everybody so maybe... should learn it especially if he wants to learn to hack i mean that's where everybody goes to learn to hack because they go to some you know deep dark web where it teaches you to hack which is not true at all <laughs> i don't even know what that meant he was making fun of dave it means oh. everything dave says is wrong all well, right that's true Listen, well, that's okay. correct. Yeah. i'm gonna retract my statement and say that i want to go to the dark web because now i just want to go to the deep web mm-hmm. i want to go to the the good side of it so the good side mm-hmm. all right yeah. so jason was a great call but let's end with marty he's calling us all the way from greensboro north carolina you guys Ooh. all right all right marty what's going on man you get the final word all right dave Yo. i'm gonna teach you how to get kangaroomy all right okay all right you uh-huh. go to amazon.com Slow down. Hold on. Slow down. We're writing this down. How do we access Amazon? Do we need something special? It's in the deep web, right? Do we need a Tor browser? You you should really, I don't know, uh, AOL.com will do it. Okay. AOL.com. Okay. Not her. Right. Okay. All right. Well, give it a shot. Just call me. Okay. Have have, have you done this? All right. Hold on. Allie is typing kangaroo meat into I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at kangaroo loin boneless Uh one bag. Jerky three pack. Jerky. Mm -hmm. Jerky's not. No, this isn't jerky. Kangaroo loin boneless one bag. That's what I said. Okay. Then you click on it, you purchase it, and then it goes, oh, they don't deliver to your destination. Boom. You suckers think haven't tried this? Deep web. Well, the only thing you know what about the product cannot be shipped to California. (laughs) Apparently, a lot of people in California, or just Dave, over and over. Because kangaroo meat is the bomb. But by the way, they only signal out California, though, Dave. Yeah, you got to just drive to Vegas. Vegas gets everything right. Vegas is the dark web. I think we can all agree that Dave is wrong. Agreed. And we want to encourage him to go to the dark web. Okay. Okay. All right. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You run into the strangest people at Comic-Con, including yesterday. This happened. Talking to people on the floor. Uh-huh. A Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you are uh, dressed up as who today, sir? I'm dressed up as stoned comedian Doug Benson. You look amazingly good. Yeah, yeah, I've taken uh, at least three pictures since I've been walking around, <laughs> so people are really falling for it. Yeah. yeah and what do you do in your, in your real life? What do you do? Well, in my real life? Uh-huh. <laughs> Before you put on the costume, what do you do? Well, I, to be honest with you, there's, uh, there's a lot of money to be made in impersonating Doug Benson. I see. So okay. I don't really have to do anything else. Probably I get a lot of weed. walk around pretending to be him. and uh, People give you weed? Weed, money. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm I trying to find out why it would be great to be Doug Benson. All right. What are you dressed up as? <laughs> it's your costume. Well, <laughs> <laughs> little work the you know what I'm saying? You look, you kind of look like, uh, you look like, you look like Casual Friday in a hospital. <laughs> you dick is totally right. Oh, Doug. I love you. Or guy impersonating yeah, guy. It looks yes, just like Doug Benson. On. You do good work. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> now, I understand you used to like Doug Benson as well, right, Kevin? Yeah, no more. It's over. What happened yesterday? Wait a second. Can I just say something? Love has died. Since I'm here. Yes, go ahead. The number one Doug Benson impersonator is Mm -hmm. here. Uh, First of all, thanks thanks for the big crowd turnout today. (laughs) You know how we do, Doug. sweet. I was listening in my hotel room going, oh, so they just went to the House of Blues and just did a show like they're in studio. Uh, no, there's, no, there's an audience, listeners, uh, but uh, <laughs> they're out there. But also, uh, the way they bleeped Allie in that clip, the first time, when I say weed, money, then they bleep her. It sounds like the third thing I say is something bleepable. Yeah, no, it was all me. It was all Allie. Was... I said five things that are not okay. Yeah, she's got a potty mouth, Doug. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to clear that up. All right, so Doug, we see uh, Doug. We see yeah. Doug. And, and let then... me get the plug in real quick for okay. folks who uh, just to make sure we, we do. Saturday, that's tomorrow at 4.20 p.m. at the American Comedy Co- Company in San Diego. Doug, you're going to be doing your, your Comic-Con edition of Doug Loves Movies. Yeah, and we got a special. If you're wearing a Comic-Con badge, you get in for full price. That's, that's fantastic. very generous. Yeah, Tickets are available. The same amount as everybody else. You don't have to feel special anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets are available at DougLovesMovies.com, 21 and up. Tickets are only 18 bucks. Again, that's tomorrow afternoon at 420. If you're coming down here, that would be a super fun thing to do on a Saturday afternoon. All right, back to you, Kevin. Okay, so we run into Doug on the floor, and then later we're walking around. Dave and I and Christine were like, oh, what should we eat? We're, I'm starving. Let's stop someplace and eat. And we go into Nobu. Oh, fancy. Right? Yeah. I started eating sushi because my daughter wanted me to try it. And I was like, oh, this isn't so listen, bad. Listen, you don't have to explain yourself. No, you listen, like it. Okay. All right. So we go in there and we're asking the waiter what's good. And we start talking about the free range chicken. Oh, okay. Because there's free range. They have stuff for non-sushi eaters in it. Sure. So I was just asking him how it was. And immediately I get a text from Doug mm-hmm. that says the free range chicken is very good. What? Whoa, whoa. Yes. Was, D- was Doug oh, with you guys? No. 
So he you was were at a table a, near you. Uh, we looked all over the place. Doug did not exist. Maybe he was under our table, Dave. Did we check there? Oh. So you're having a private, what you think is a private conversation yes. at your table, and then your mm. phone texts and it's Dave. No, it's Doug. It's Doug. I mean, it's, it's Doug. It's Doug saying the free range chicken is very good. So okay. I text back in capital letters, WTF, question mark, question mark. <laughs> and he texts, hashtag truth. What is happening? Right? So then I say, what kind of black magic are you wielding? And he says, I put a tracking device on you when I touched you today. Clearly not true, right? So I is said, it not true? So I, I don't know. So I say, so you know we were talking about free-range chicken at that exact moment. And he said, yeah, no boo. <gasps> Doug. Doug. So then I text, you saw us coming in? And he said, can still see you if I want to. Oh, <laughs> no. What's happening? I love it so much. So then I say... I don't like you anymore. And uh-huh. Doug says it's about time. Oh. So then a little bit later, I text him a picture of the free-range chicken mm-hmm. just to let him know that we took his advice and we were sure. having it. And he sends this photo of Dave and I in the restaurant. Okay. He's obviously at a table right. near has you. To be. And we have stood up, Dave and I, and walked around the restaurant looking everywhere to see if Doug's in the restaurant. He's not. Are you a warlock? That's what I was worried about. A sorcerer? So then our waiter comes over. And he's he's a really gregarious and fun and stuff. So I said, right? do you know Doug Benson? And he goes, yeah, I know Doug. And I was like, you're working with him. Now I'm yelling at Nobu. Okay. <laughs> and he's sort of yelling back, but then he realizes, oh, we need to sort of keep it quiet because mm-hmm. this is where I work. Right. He goes, yeah, I like Doug a lot. And I'm like, are you working with him? You must be working with him. How does he know? And I start running through the whole store and he's like, I swear I'm not working with him. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Well, you know. So then I text blocking you now. <laughs> and... Like that's going to stop him. Right? He's a yeah. sorcerer. Yeah. So well, we still, wanted... He still found the broadcast this morning, though, didn't he? So yeah, we wanted to have Doug in because I need to know. Wait, this is why I got up so early? Yes. <laughs> it's all I care about. <laughs> I, was, I was very disturbed yesterday at lunch. Like, you're having a conversation, and somebody that's not mm-hmm. sitting with you texts you about that conversation mm-hmm. at that moment. And you walked all around yes. the restaurant. Yes. Several all times. Right. All right, Doug. Please explain. Doug? Um, it's like that, what's it called, Occam's Razor, where the simplest explanation is the correct You weren't sitting in the answer. booth behind us. No, I was... Uh, anytime I... If you're looking for Doug Benson in a restaurant, just go to the bar. I was sitting at the bar. But I looked at the bar. I was sitting there. This is the worst story (laughs) ever. I was was at the bar. bar. I looked at the bar. You didn't look at the bar. As soon as he sent that picture, I was like, he's in the restaurant. This is coming from the restaurant. So I stood up and I walked all the way around, including the bar. Did you leave just after you sent that picture? No. What? <laughs> yeah, after the after the picture, I left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I left right after the picture. But prior to that, I had been sitting there. I'd look over at you guys, and uh, how did you know we were even talking about free range chicken? I didn't. I just we I just ate the damn free range chicken, and it was delicious. <laughs> you didn't know we were talking. And I about saw it? you walk into Nobu, and I was just like, I'll just text him about the free range chicken, and then <laughs> and as I was starting to write it, I was like, yeah, and I'll be mysterious about it because they didn't see me when they walked in. <laughs> And uh, and there you, there you have it. That's, That's it? The, you were that sitting was, there the whole time? That was the whole thing. So you, it was a guess about the free-range Did chicken. you get the chicken after all that? Yes. 
<laughs> that's why I sent you a picture of Which it. Which flavor did you get? I don't know. Teriyaki, I think. Teriyaki, yeah. That right? That's good. the one. That was the one. I don't know why they had two other flavors. Here's what I'm here to say is that Doug was not sitting at the bar. I was at the bar. It's not possible. I okay. Really, so you want to believe. Wearing the same that. clothes I was wearing when I ran into you on the convention floor an hour prior. I'm, I'm going to say that's not true because I looked and Dave looked. Okay, all right, Kevin, we've heard Doug's explanation of what happened. If he wasn't at the bar, you tell us how it was done. Dark arts. He's a wizard. <laughs> yeah, Dark he arts. sent me a whole t- a tweet about me being... Uh... It was uh, being it was uh, Harry un- Potter un- theme un- unfair to muggles because we're here, you know. <laughs> I figured it would be good. no Leave response. Us muggles to alone while we're trying to eat at the most expensive restaurant <laughs> across from the convention center. Like that's why I go to No Booze because it's always empty because the prices are stupid. There was <laughs> I had some sake yesterday that was thirty dollars a bottle, and then I had a bottle three times that size at another sushi place further away from the convention center for uh, for. Uh, 30 bucks for the you know one big bottle right yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean nobu their prices are dumb agreed but, but wait, when so you're you guys have like a, you guys have like a company card that's how you do it <laughs> you know how we roll <laughs> that's yeah. not the point i just wanted to point out that uh doug is not who he seems and uh-huh. if he tells you something do not accept it at face value that's one of my favorite things to do. Like, if somebody uh, texts me that they're watching a movie, I'll text back, oh, isn't it great when this happens? Hoping that that <laughs> happens while they're, you know, as they're watching. And uh, it works out sometimes. But, yeah, the, the free-range chicken thing was just like I I got the text while I'd we take were a talking shot. about I it. I didn't know uh, that it would cause such a reaction. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't believe you now, and I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> All right, well. Uh, Doug is doing Doug loves, no problem. Doug loves Movies at American Comedy Company in San Diego. That's going to be tomorrow. And then on Tuesday, I want to say, you're at UCB mm-hmm. Franklin as well, and tickets are available for that on sale. Hey, uh, Doug, you want to stick around? I'd love to. Let's do it on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. At the House of Blues, San Diego Comic-Con, our guest, uh, Doug Benson. Uh, Doug, I'm sorry to say, uh, you're, you, t- you were texter number 101, so we will not be hearing Christmas wrapping by oh, the waitresses. Damn it. Shame. Oh, damn it. I'm looking forward to it. By the way, uh, texter 99, I wouldn't have been mad at uh, Paper Planes by MAA. I tell you, I like that song a lot, too. But nope. only one, how dare you, by nope. the way. Only one can be Texter 100, and this time it's Carlos from Hacienda Heights who joins us on the phone right now. Carlos, what's up? What's up? Party mm-hmm. people. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yay. Nope. Happy oh, Friday. Man. You had it right. What uh, What are you up to this morning? What, what do you got going on this weekend? Tell us about your life so far. What have you done up to this point? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we, we want to know how you've been living so far, Carlos. We need to get to know okay, you in 30 seconds. Man, I'm, uh, I got a day off today. It's, it's Friday. I'm about to go hit a bar early this morning, and okay. I'm gonna start off my weekend that way. All right, mm-hmm. fair enough. And you what's have your, a... what's your Friday morning cocktail? All right, what's your drink of choice at nine oh eight? It's gonna be it's gonna be a uh, um, screwdriver. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Get a little juice yeah. in there. All right, you approve that? Splash of juice. That's all right with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I mean, I if I were having a beverage right now, it'd be a Guinness. That's a good call. If I was having yeah. an alcoholic beverage, it feels better. If only you were in a bar right now, you could get one. <laughs> yeah. You know. It's a good point, right? <laughs> sure. All right, Carlos, we gave you the option of any K-Rock song ever, past or present. It's all yours, my friend. You want to introduce your pick? Yeah, it's going to be, uh, if you have it, uh, Four Non Blancs, What's Up? Okay. Mm. That is, is that the one you what? originally texted in? <laughs> That's not what you texted. 
You are hammered. What's happening? Are you, you don't hammered? Need another screwdriver. <laughs> at the beginning of the call, he said, "What's up?" and it just got him in the mood for that song. <laughs> uh, we had walking in L.A. by missing persons from you. Is that okay? That, that is that, that is cool for me. Yeah, if okay. you want to hear what's up, just go to karaoke any night, anywhere, <laughs> and you'll hear that song. All right, let's play Carlos's song here on K Rock. Keep it one hundred. What, what, what? Tell me about your life up till now. <laughs> I just, I hear that song and I'm like, why is it Richard Blade here right now? Uh, Missing Persons, that is for Carlos and Hacienda Heights. The band got together in 1980 right here in Los Angeles. Of course, you remember Dale Bazio and uh, Terry Bazio and Warren Cucurullo. They first broke out, by the way, not only as a great live band in Los Angeles, but in 1981, they had a self-produced EP with a number one song here on K-Rock, the first station to play them in the world, called Mental Hopscotch. And a couple years later, they had that song. In what year, Allie McKay? 1981. Uh, no, 1983 was Walking in L.A. Right, but they wrote it in 81. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> but it still sounds great today. So thank you to Carlos for keeping it 100. We'll do it again next Friday. Doug, before we say goodbye to you, hit the appearances one more time. You got one uh, Saturday tomorrow and one Tuesday as well. Yes, yeah, Saturday. I'm right here uh, just a few blocks from where we are now at the... Uh American Comedy Company at 420 doing Doug Loves Movies with some very special Comic-Con guests. Who? And then special Very guests. special. Mm. Yeah. Haven't booked them. Might be you. Well, uh, oh. And then... Um, <laughs> and, I used uh, to be excited about Doug's special guests until I was one of them, and then I realized yeah. the bar was kind Once of low. Dean was on, he was like, oh, no, this show does not have a good booker. Uh, but it's But it's me. And um, and then uh, Tuesday night I'll be at UCB Franklin in L.A., uh, you know, which I do the show, Douglas Movies, there like once or twice a month. And then right. I'll be at 9.30. And as always, it's like seven bucks to get in. Well, and, have uh, a uh, – you can get almost one piece of uh, sushi, sushi at Nobu with that, right? That's seven <laughs> oh bucks. Oh, my God. I love the sushi over there. <laughs> It's not as good as kangaroo meat. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Have a great uh, Comic-Con weekend, my friend. Thank, Thank you so much you for stopping by. Thank you guys for having me, and uh, I'm really going to enjoy the Guinness that they're about to bring me. Oh. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Doug Benson got his Guinness. Come on. Oh, finally. How exciting, I right? Mean, house of Blue, San Diego. <laughs> bringing right? the heat. Yeah, I was trying to leave, and uh, I was told Guinness was coming. <laughs> So he came right back and sat so, down. I just, yeah, I have to stay. Well, you're, sure. you're welcome. I think every time I do a remote with you guys, I leave and then don't leave. Uh, and we're fine with that. True. Yeah, yeah, we're fine with that. It's kind of my thing. Hey, before we get into our final uh, what's happening for this for, for this Friday, I want to congratulate Friday. Andrew Ayaya. Andrew Ayaya from El Monte, if you Ayala. have not heard. Is Ayala. that what it is? Mm-hmm. You're deciding Look. wise where <laughs> they shouldn't be. Uh, what, did I, what did I say? You said Friday. And All then right. you said Ayaya. Alala. Ayaya. <laughs> Bean really likes that actor, Danny. A-I-L-L-O. 
He is going to meet Imagine Dragons at the Forum this weekend. That's the important part here, you guys. Uh, he gets the signed vinyl copy of their new album, Evolve. He gets a backstage tour. He gets uh, merchandise from the booth and the whole deal, and he'll have a great time. So, Andrew, whatever the hell your last name is, congratulations. Thanks so much <laughs> for listening to K-Rock. Time for our final What's Happening. Allie, take it away. Uh, you guys, I talked about this story earlier, and I, uh, quite frankly, can't stop thinking about it. Wiz Khalifa was on the morning show, The Breakfast Club, out of New York City, and says he's pretty averse to eating bananas as a banana. You need to actually cut it up. You can't put the whole banana in your mouth, and I'll tell you why, because he thinks it makes you gay. You gotta break it in half. Does he not understand how gay works? Apparently not. He says, if you bite into a banana, you sus. Like, you're suspect? (laughs) Unbelievable. Then Charlemagne says, it's just fruit. Here's my favorite quote. You gotta break it in pieces, bro. If an N, an N's gotta break the banana in half. I'm just trying to help you out, bro. If you're in public, just break it in pieces. And then some life advice he gives to girls. Wash these ends that don't be eating a banana the right way. Because you might be dating a homosexual. Oh my what is oh with my this God. man? But then I started thinking about when I eat a banana. Go and, on. And I, well, all right. And I, I make sure that there are no dudes around because they will lock eyes and be like, eat that banana, Look, bitch. I do it on purpose with guys right? around. Cat, you're Cat, a you're I do. just a whore. I just do it to see what their reaction is. Like, the right. evil eye is great. <laughs> yeah. Like, feel that Tony. banana. Mm. Yeah. Then I lock eyes. Yeah. And then I just Work take the it. Stem. Mm. 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 What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> I don't Want know. Want a banana, you hot little monkey bitch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not a good look for Wiz Khalifa, if you want my opinion. Agreed. That's what I'm saying. Agreed. You just sound like such an idiot. Uh, do you guys know the backstory of Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart? I mean, they're I friends, and he kind of discovered her, or at least helped her on the way at some point, right? Yeah, they were doing a sketch comedy show together, and Kevin realized that she was living in her car oh, wow. at that point. So, without hesitation, he loaned her 300 bucks to find a place to stay for that week. And I'm thinking... 300 bucks for a week? And your Kevin yeah. Hart. Right. Let's maybe... Just give her a know. better car. Right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> buy, her, buy her an RV, something. But obviously, the gesture proved to be priceless as Tiffany found huge success. And she's been trying to pay him back ever since. And he won't take it. So she'll, like, try and leave it in a dressing room, do something. <laughs> and he always finds out. So he put this on Instagram. I love my sister, Tiffany Haddish. She had been trying to pay me back for years. And I refused to take the money. So she ambushed me on set and made it rain on me. Love it. They're on set. She's like, what? Boop, boop, boop. That is fantastic. So he said, I put the money back in one of her wig caps that she wasn't wearing later that day. I'm dead serious. Check your wig, wig cap, Tiffany. I love you, and I'm never going to take that money. That's, That's nice. funny. That's wonderful, And I am going right? to tell everybody that you wear wigs. <laughs> that is true. That is hey, true. Hey, uh, popular comedian uh, Doug Benson, I have a question for you. Uh, yeah. Kevin Hart did that comedy special last year, year and a half ago or something like that, at the football stadium where the Eagles play. Yeah. Can you, uh, as a comedian, can you imagine that? Is that something you would ever be interested in doing? It's a great venue uh, to perform if you don't have punchlines per se. 
<laughs> and you just want people to cheer for things. Okay. <laughs> so, oh. so is it more I'm not casting any aspersions on any particular comics who played, like who played stadiums. But, like, you know, stadiums is why Steve Martin got out of comedy. Because once he was playing stadiums, he's like, well, this doesn't. This doesn't even make sense. Doesn't make sense. Bring out the banjo. It's just weird. It's just weird to have that many people. Uh, But you know, but when you go do it, if I got the chance, I guess. Yeah. But when you go, but when you go see like a like a a Chris Rock or somebody at the Forum or Staples Center, wherever he plays, I mean, he can he he can make it work in a venue like that. At least it's not a stadium, but it's a pretty big group. Yeah, and he's got you know he's got a real he you know he paces around the stage and he's got a real. you know, uh, he, he puts Presence. a lot of emphasis on things, a lot of mm-hmm. charisma. Yeah, exactly. You know, okay. like, so obviously people can get away with it in these places, but I don't. I don't think it's great for the audience. You know, because it's you need to be like in a tight space in the low ceiling and all that to really. Uh... Are you still talking about comedy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we went back to bananas. We're apparently. talking about my boudoir. Oh. <laughs> I like a, a low of... ceiling when I'm making love. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of laughing in there. I want to keep the, yeah, I got to keep the laughter yeah. contained. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hey, Kat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. Tell me about dogs. Oh, woof. What yeah. are they? Um, thanks to everybody who's been paying attention to the K-Rock to the Rescue program we're running, trying to get uh, dogs adopted. We're I'm not like... relegating it just to dogs, by the way. It's just the starting point. Mm-hmm. But cats um, suck. We can all agree on that. Uh, no, we cannot. Cats okay. are I we were awful. Cats are awesome. I'm having cats. Cats in next week, just Ugh, FYI. Gross. Cats are doing it for themselves. Dogs need our help. <laughs> right. We got a lot of pussy cats in next week. The oh, dog's okay. not going to be like, oh, I'm homeless. I'll go eat a rat. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Cats can take care of themselves. Well, we've had a lot of rescues. We got an eight-year-old uh, Wanda the Bulldog was adopted, who we had in, uh, over, was it two weeks ago? She just oh, got she's adopted. Adorable. She was the best couch potato. Um, I had in a German Shepherd Rescue from Orange County uh, with two-year-old Lucy Lou. You can see in a teaser I tweeted. Super cute. Amazing dog. So um, just thanks for everybody. And if you you know have a few bucks, the K-Rock Facebook page, we have the donation button for every single, uh, you know, uh, rescue we bring in will be a new a new one for you. That's, That's so wonderful. Nice. Yeah. What else you got? Well, uh, there's Beach Goth, which is happening August 5th at L.A. State Historic Park. The Growlers put this together. It's a great festival. The Voids are playing, which is Julian Casablancas of The Strokes. Um, new band, uh, Guar is playing. There's just a really huge lineup. However, going on right now, like right next door to L.A. State Historic Park, mm-hmm. is the Growlers Beach Goth pop-up all okay. weekend. It's free. I'm told there's like everything from drag queens to marionettes to live music to uh, limited edition merch you can Mad buy. Libs? Yeah, are we still... It's still happening. Talking about an event? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And if I know anything about goths, they love the beach. <laughs> right? That's why it's funny. That's why it's funny. Did you hear what Wiz Khalifa said about people who use mar- who have marionettes? Oh, no. <laughs> Stupid. Just right. snap it in half. Uh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kat. Yeah, whatever. Got it. Come on, Kat. We're still having fun, right? You sent me down across from, I mean, a room alone next to this traitorous uh, Miami Dolphins fan. Yeah, like, true. what? Yeah. Is, what former, do I got? I got nothing. Dolphins former. Fan. Okay, fine. All right. We'll tackle that and other tough issues. Uh, some birthdays for you. Giselle Bunchen. You know who she's married to, right? Yeah. 
Some dude. I'm over him. Josh Holloway, Carlos Santana, Stone Gossard, Sandra O, oh, Omar Epps, Judy Greer, Bean, <sighs> and Julianne Huff. And that's what's happening. Man, that noise is rough. It's the best. Uh, thanks to the House of Blues in San Diego. Thank you. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Engineers and everybody did Absolutely. a great job. Absolutely. Thank you, so Doug felt- Benson, too. Thank you, Doug Benson. Thank you, guys. I uh, had a great time. All right. Have some Guinness. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win. Start the song. Thank you. We all win with Strikers commercial free-for-all during your drive home today starting at 5 p.m. on K-Rock. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Stay on target. Stay on target. Don't bogart that joint. Friend, pass it over to me. Is it butt stuff? It's a good question. And this just became one of the worst days I have had in quite some time. Uh, this is bad. Let's cut all this out. I just want to go home. ISIS won't stop until every last one of us is pink mist in the wind. Cut. That felt good. Yeah, it was great. The one note is, maybe on this one, don't do the ISIS stuff. I'm giving you gold. Don't make me shovel crap. Yep. Yeah, we we won't. Keep your mouth shut. Let's get this over with. With any luck, we can make it to Fuddruckers before the lunch special ends. It was perfectly fine. Yeah. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.